Welcome back to the 7pm Cafe Podcast, Cafe Corner, Conversations on Mental Health. Today we will be talking about self-care and boundaries. And you got me, Maggie. I'm your host for today, and there are no guests. So sit back, pick up your favorite drink, and join us as we have this conversation. I'm so glad to be back and recording an episode for you on what it means for self-care and boundaries. Now, when we talk about those, I feel like there's a lot of stigma around the words self-care. A lot of people think it's manicures, getting your hair cut, taking a bubble bath. And yes, it can be all of those things. And I'm not saying don't do those because if you need to go get a massage every week as self-care, please do. Your body needs it and it's helpful. Me, myself, I go to acupuncture as much as possible because it's helpful to me. I also exercise, which is also self-care. There are other types of self-care also, and that can be getting out of bed Just getting out of bed is a form of self-care. Brushing your teeth, taking a shower, making good food, making sure you have food in the house, hanging out with friends, just getting up out of your bed. I'm going to repeat that six times because it's so important to remember that self-care is different for everyone. There are some people who are chronically and clinically depressed all the time. And the only thing they can do that day is get up out of bed and brush their teeth. And you know what? That's amazing. That is self-care. That is growth. That is bringing you to a different place. Right now, during this pandemic and the extension of the pandemic, I feel that the conversation on self-care has gotten a lot different. We're talking more about the needs of Taking time for yourself, whether that's meditating, reading a book, not working 80 hours a week because that is murder on us. Getting sleep. Oh my gosh, just getting at least six to eight hours of sleep a night is incredible. That can do so many wonders for your body, for your mind, for everything that's going on. Being able to understand yourself, going to therapy, going to physical therapy, just talking to somebody else, going to a coach, talking to a spirit guide, doing tarot readings, practicing whatever religion or spirituality that you have. Those are forms of self-care. If you believe in the healing power of crystals, which I do somewhat, that is also a form of self-care. Being able to understand what you need to be okay during the day is self-care. I don't care what anyone else says. If you if it makes you feel better and it's healthy for you, I'm not saying that, you know, doing heroin every day is a form of self-care. That is self-destruction. It's a different. But if it's a mechanism that makes you feel better, brings joy to your life or gives you the ability to have space and time for yourself in the morning, that is self-care. Myself, personally, I have 30 minutes to an hour of meditation and prayer and writing practice in the morning. I also do some exercise in the morning just to get my day started. Throughout the day, I have a gratitude process that I do so that I can stay in the positive because when I go to the negative and my narrative and my brain goes to the negative, I'm no good to anybody the rest of the day. I also have new endeavors of being in a band and 
helping other people, being creative is so important to me and it's a part of my self-care. Having a clean house is part of my self-care. Having clean laundry is my self-care. Making sure that my friends are okay, taking care of them in any way that I can, just being there is my form of self-care. Being with my boyfriend, having deep, connected conversations, even when they're hard, is also a form of self-care. So as I'm talking, you're probably like, yeah, she may know what she's talking about. And I understand, you know, this is my opinion and what I've seen and what I've heard. There are countless other studies on what self-care means, articles on what self-care is. So you can choose what that means because it's a very individual process. Whatever makes you feel like you and the true you is self-care. And if you need treatment for any reason, if you need medication, if you need medical marijuana to make your body stop hurting, if you need anything, that's okay. Do that. Do whatever it is that you need to be okay. And know that there is a boundary. When we start talking about substance use and what the, how that makes us feel, we also have to think about why we're doing it. The why in which we're doing the exercise, the why we're eating that food, the why we're picking up that drug or that drink or that credit card or whatever it is, that gambling chip, you know, whatever that looks like. We have to ask why. Why are we doing this? Am I doing this because I feel compelled to do this? Is it because I had a really bad day and I don't know what I'm doing? Why are we doing it? That's the biggest question. Why? If our why is for the betterment of ourselves, then yeah, I would say that's okay. If the why is to cover up something, to hide something, to make ourselves less than or feel less or get us away from the world that we live in for longer than a very short amount of time, and if it gets to the point where we don't even have that choice anymore, then maybe that's time to think about, is this actually good for me? And that's a whole other, you know, conversation and podcast. But I just want to bring that up because some people use food as a mechanism for self-care. Some people have, you know, drugs that they use as a form of self-care. So when we ask ourselves, why are we doing it? That is the most important question. Now, the topic of boundaries. I said I was going to talk about that a little bit. Boundaries are also a form of self-care. Boundaries are things that we put in place to make sure that we are taking care of ourselves. Now, that can be, like I said earlier, having a set time during the day where what you do is you take care of you. And that is a boundary. And you let everyone know that that is a boundary and no one screws with that time because you need that. You have a designated exercise time or a workout buddy or an accountability buddy. Accountability buddy is what I like to call it. If you have that, that creates a boundary around what you're doing. Having a time schedule is always a helpful boundary. Now, boundaries can also be, I'm not going to talk to this person because when I do, I spiral. Or I go into behaviors that I don't care to do anymore. Or they just make me really angry and I can't have that today. And that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. A boundary can also be, I'm not talking to this family member or even want to be around them because they make me feel unsafe. And that is okay. And if anyone ever tells you that it's not okay and that because they're a family member, a blood family member, that you have to love them or you have to be around them, that is an all-out lie. All-out lie. 
If you need to create that boundary, do it. Do what's safe for you. Do what you feel is best. You might get backlash. You might get people who hate you because when you set boundaries and you haven't before, there are going to be people who do not like you anymore. I know for me, I've set some boundaries and people stop talking to me. People I've known for years or people that I thought we were going to be great friends just stop talking to me because I said I couldn't do something or I wasn't going to do that for them or I wasn't going to give them that money or I couldn't go out that day because I had something more important that I needed to do. Setting a boundary sounds simple. Planning it is pretty simple. The execution of it is pretty hard. Because sometimes you have to go against every influence that is around you to keep that boundary. For me, I've had to create a lot of boundaries in this past year. A couple of them is not putting too much on my plate. Because I am a chronic doer. And if you don't know what that means, let me explain. I get to a point where I don't say no to people. Because I'm afraid that if I do, I am less than. And they won't want me around, or they don't love me, or they won't like me, or whatever that narrative is in my head that day. So I will take on projects. I will say yes to everything. I will drop everything and go see a friend. I will change my schedule around. I will say yes to seven things in one day and then realize that I can't do them all. And yet I still have to figure out how to do it. So with that in mind... I made a lot of commitments in this last year because I was alone at home, in my house, by myself most of the day. So I was like, okay, anything that comes my way, I'm going to take it. I'm going to do as much as I can, as much as possible because I need to fill my days. I have a part-time job that is my recovery process. And I kind of went away from putting that first because I had all of these other things in my periphery. I had the opportunity to be a part of a national committee that's working on some amazing things within the workplace. And I have the ability to work on this podcast for a while, which has been absolutely incredible and eye-opening and definitely was an opener to a whole new world for me. But along with that also came the not taking care of myself anymore. My self-care went completely down and I was stressed out and I was freaking out about how I was going to do all of these things all at one time and nothing ever got done because I didn't have a way to work on it. I didn't have a way to figure out how to make a schedule, to put things together in place. So I spiraled and I was just so angry and frustrated and I couldn't figure out what to do. I sat down and I talked with my partner and... I realized that I just had too much on my plate and I had to create boundaries with myself and with other people that said, I can't do this anymore. I just can't. So with that in mind, I stopped doing the committee, the big national committee that could have been really great for my career. I stopped doing it. I said that I couldn't do it anymore because I needed to take care of myself and in the future, maybe I'll be able to work on it with them, but not right now. And that brings me to one of the other things I wanted to talk to all of you about, this podcast. It's been an amazing journey for me since Lucy asked me to be on it with her to creating content that to me has felt really, really incredible. And there are some ideas for episodes that may not be heard, which is okay. But because of all the other things that I have, the things that I found that bring me joy... I need to put my energy and my time into those projects, including into myself. 
and taking care of me and my health problems that have flared up and my mental health and my recovery and myself. So this will be my last podcast with a 7 p.m. cafe podcast and the mental health conversations. I am saddened that I will be leaving all of you, but also grateful that I had the ability and the platform to speak to all of you about mental health in some fashion and form. And I hope to come back someday. Lucy and I are still friends and the box is still very open to come back and do another episode. But for now, this will be my last one. And what a better way to go out than talking about boundaries and self-care and taking care of yourself. Because that's exactly what I'm doing. I'm taking care of myself. And that's also what Lucy's doing right now. She's taking care of herself. There are a lot of things going on in her world, and that's why we started this break in the first place. That's also why there isn't a lot of content right now. Life happens. We as humans are not impenetrable when it comes to life events that we have no control over. Death, grief, grief of anything, a concert, a camping trip, a grade on a test, a anything you can think of, loss of an animal. It doesn't have to be loss of a living thing. It can be loss of material things, loss of experiences, loss of foundation, of family, of anything. Right now in the world, there's a lot of negative happening. There's the crisis that's happening in Afghanistan. There is weather that is just tearing up the world right now. And if you're in any of the places that were hit by the most recent hurricane, please, I hope you are okay. And I hope that you're taking care of yourself in the best way possible. And I mean, we are still in the middle of a pandemic, multiple pandemics, actually. Racial inequality, racism, the COVID-19 pandemic, the Delta variant, the Lambda variant, anything you can think of, we got it going on right now. And it's more apparent than ever because we have social media, because we have these screens that give us all this information from all over the world and make us feel worse about ourselves because we're constantly comparing ourselves to other people in other events and other places and other times. Comparison is not, comparison is not essential. I'm going to say it again. Comparison is not essential and it is not a form of self-care. Actively stating that I care for myself and I love myself and I accept myself for who I am is a form of self-care. Being happy for other people in your life that are having successes is a form of self-care. Distancing yourself from the people who are just negative influences is a form of self-care. Being able to back away or move towards something is a form of self-care. I want to let all of you know that I love each and every one of you. I know that I don't know a majority of you, and maybe one day we will meet. But know that you are loved. Know that you matter. Know that you are enough, and know that no matter what happens in your life, you are strong enough to go through it. And if you have good people in your life, which I really hope you do, if you have good people in your life who care about you and who are with you 100% all the time, go toward those people. And if you don't have those people, maybe look to find where you can. And if you don't know where to look, find that one person that you trust and ask them, hey, I'd like to find more people like you. Can you help me find them? 
And maybe together you can find a group of people that you jive with, that you're really excited about, that bring you joy and love and compassion and caring. I've been very fortunate in my life to have those people, and it's very abundant in my life right now that I have those people, including my biological family, which I know not a lot of people have. But the great thing about being a human being, especially now, is we get to create our own families. We can create the influences in our life that we want there. We don't have to just sit and handle it, deal with whatever happens in our blood family. We can choose who we are around all the time. So I don't really know what else to say here other than know I love you. Know that you are enough. Know that if you need help, there is help out there. Even if you can't pay for it, even if you feel like you are too screwed up for anyone to help, believe me, there are people who are out there and they are waiting for you. I am one of those people. <laughs> I now work in a hospital, working with sur- patients who just had surgery, major surgery sometimes. And it's a big deal. And it's a lot of emotions. And I'm there to help in whatever way that I can, because that's what I do. That's how I roll. And there are people out there who do that for so many different populations, for different ethnicities, for different socioeconomic statuses, for no money, all the money. Whatever you have, there's someone out there who can help you. And if you need help, go to samhsa.org. That can help you find some people. Just Google pro bono counseling projects, Look up nonprofit organizations that have community projects that are going on in your area that might be interesting to you. Look for volunteer opportunities that might give you some joy. You are worth it, and self care is worth it. So, figure out what that looks like. Figure out your self care plan. Put it into a notebook or sticky notes or whatever you need to do. Put it somewhere where you can see it every day and start a practice. It takes 60 to 90 days to create a habit. So make a challenge with yourself. See if you can do one thing for a month. Just one thing. It can be five minutes of sitting and twiddling your thumbs if that's what you need to do and give yourself space. It can be meditation every day. It can be playing jacks every day or practicing your guitar or instrument of choice. It can be writing for 10 minutes out of the day, even five minutes, even one minute out of the day. When I started this, one of the practices I would start was dancing for one minute just to release tension. Do that. Doesn't matter who's there. No one cares. Believe me, no one cares. But you care, and that's important. You can do this. If no one's told you that before, you can do this. I believe in you. I trust you, I believe in you, and I love you. And I am so grateful to be able to have this platform for the limited time that I did to share some experience, strength, and hope, some knowledge, some caring, and some truth. I am so grateful to share some stories and to have the people share those stories that I trust and love. So... It's so sad that this is my last episode, and I'm also super glad that it's my final episode. So be well, take care of one another, be kind, be gentle, and take care of yourselves. 